Hello everyone and welcome to Thursday Live Lessons here on ukulaontheground.com. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by my two buddies, Mr. Aaron the Voice Nakamura. So what's up, Aaron? What's up? And by Mr. Kahai the Legend Fergan. So what's up, Kahai? What's up? So how this works is you guys ask us questions. We are live. We have a live chat and we'll answer any and all of your questions. Uh, we do get questions from our emails and um, and messages via Ukula Underground. So we'll try to answer those as well. I'll try to answer those as best as I can. These two guys will chime in with their two cents and we'll try to come up with a super answer just for you. And if we don't have questions and stuff, we just kind of talk to Ukulele. Um, first order of business uh, for all of you, I want to say this in the beginning because uh, for all of you folks who are listening to this as a podcast, we now have made it um, available. We, ha- uh, <laughs> we now have made the video available for all of you folks who want to watch the video version of this. So it, it was um, exclusively on UU Plus, but now you guys can watch the video because a lot of people have been asking, you know, to, uh, to, to see what, like, what, Kai looks like, but you don't see that in the video anyway. So you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so that's the U U plus plus. <laughs> that's right, Kai. Super plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. It's just know. basically one extra camera. That's that's all. It's Nineteen bucks a month. <laughs> it's just a Kai cab. It comes with a Kai cab. Yeah. Signups this January. <laughs> he, he he live streams all day. <laughs> yeah, it's just on. It's yeah. constantly on. <laughs> I just saw Kahai the whole time. Uh, yeah, you guys gonna have fun watching me edit, I guess. <laughs> just just editing and doing archery, but like uh, you don't see the target, you just see his face. Yeah, yeah. While he's aiming. Oh yeah, like I was gonna say, when I'm editing, hour surveillance. You don't see like what I'm editing. Yeah, you just see yeah, me yeah, sitting yeah, at the editing. computer. Yeah, yeah. So. next month sign ups. I would be. <laughs> what if we? We get more sign up, <laughs> sign ups for that. Get more sign ups for the Kahai regular cam. On the <laughs> but yes, the video is now available for uh, for all of you folks to enjoy. Um, because we kind of want to be as helpful as possible. You know, a lot of the times we ex- explain a lot of things that we do on the ukulele and. Uh, it needs that visual. If you don't see that visual, it's kind of tough to like to to get the explanation or to kind of understand what we're trying to explain. If you don't see the visual, and um, you know, we were like, oh, that's one of the perks of UU Plus. But uh, I mean, honestly, our first mission is to be able to you know help people how to how play the ukulele. You know, we want to grow the next generation of ukulele players. So uh, we feel like it's you know it's it's a lot better if you guys can see it so you guys can understand the things that we're trying to explain so if you guys want to check it out where can they go kai to watch the video version of ukulele underground's thursday live lesson i think it's so ukuleleunderground.com slash categories is it categories or category Uh, i'm not sure we gotta make a new uh, new (laughs) url we gotta get a redirect just slash podcasts or something yeah yeah but um yeah slash podcast yeah i mean you know what? why don't you go over to ukulelontheground.com anyway if you go to ukulelontheground.com you can make a search for the podcast and you'll find it there right kai uh, you, you might as well browse around right okay. uh, don't you just see the podcast from the front page if you no, make, make an account that no are you plus only you you plus only yeah Aww. but i think if you search in google ukulele underground podcast that's that usually the one that pops up yeah that's, that's how I or find it. Ukulele podca- <laughs> podcast TLL. That's the uh, one. Yeah. Ukulele podcast TLL. Is it dot TLL or no? It's just ukulele podcast TLL. That's what the the oh, you title. Should yeah. Search on Google. Should come up. Okay, cool. So TLL for Thursday live lesson. All right, so um, let's go in the mailbag. Do we have any uh, mail in the bag? Hi. Yeah. Um. So last week we talked about uh. Mm-hmm. 
But we talked about singing and playing, right? Yeah. Vi asked about singing and playing. Yeah. And then so you talked about like finding the right key for mm-hmm. your voice. For mm-hmm. So he's he he's like kind of replied and he asked again. Um, in the last live lesson, there was some talk about transposing songs from one key to another. Mm-hmm. Aldrin briefly talked about transposing the picking parts of songs. I was wondering if there was time to talk a, a little bit more about transposing melody lines, uh, the picking parts of songs, or cool riffs. Uh, and he went on to say, off the top of my head, I think of songs like He Lave, where I first learned to play it in C, then later found the book that had the song in G. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for the most part, if you, if you want to learn how to transpose and stuff, um, check out uh, like the music theory classes, because that's really going to, um, going to play a lot into a transposing and um you know you need to kind of know like where you're transposing to and how those notes kind of relate to the new notes that you'll be playing so i used um, wonderful tonight as an example if we're playing you know g d minor a minor d for example that's wonderful tonight it's late in the evening just wondering what clothes to wear right so the uh, the melody line for uh, for that would be uh, and how did I find that so you know so fast? Because um, I know this is the G scale, right? And if I were to sing it, also I'd be like, "It's late in the evening," and just kind of sing your first note. It's... That's how I can find it. So I know that's a that's a B note, and then from there, it's late in the evening. So it's late in, it's going to go two notes of the same, it's late, and then the N has to be higher. So if I know the G scale, just stay on that scale, just stay on that scale. I know the next note uh, that's going to be higher is this note right here. Because it's not going to be this note, because that's not part of the scale. Um, I could make a guess for this note, but that seems a little too high. It's not uh, that high of, uh, of a climb for that. It's late in the, so in, the word in. But like, but if you're figuring it out, you can actually try that, right? Like you yeah. try just try the note, yeah, and yeah. see yeah. if any of, it, any of it's notes. Like, exactly, oh, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and then it goes, and then it goes down. So I just kind of listen to you know how the melody line goes. If I find the first note, that basically leads me to uh, to the other notes following that because it's late in the evening, so it's gonna go down. So I am gonna reach that note right at the end because it goes it goes a lot higher than in. So it's late in the evening. So that evening, like the word, uh, the syllable ning on evening, um, is a lot higher. So I'm gonna know I'm I know not to play this. I know it's gonna be that. So if I were to play it in F, for example, so here's where the trans uh, transposing kind of comes in. I'm playing that in G. I you know I can't quite reach that. So I'm gonna go to F. It's so it's late in the evening. Um, I've kind of transposed my voice uh, a step lower. But if you know if you didn't know um, how to how to just kind of do that automatically, um, I'm gonna look at the relation to what what I found out on the notes in G. So the notes in G goes B B C B. If I'm going from G to F, uh, how many? What is the interval between G and F? It's going to be one step down. Interval is just the the distance between the two notes. So it's going to be G to F, 
So here's my G note, here's my F note. So I'm going down two half steps two, or two one frets. whole step, two frets. So if I'm in uh, B, which, or if I were to tab it out, it'd be two, two, three, two, zero, five. So that two, two, three, two, it's going to be minus two from it because it's going to be two frets down. So instead of two, it's going to be zero. And then the three is going to be a one. And then instead of the um, the zero for, it's going to be an E third fret because uh, the zero equates string. to the fifth fret on the E string. I'm gonna have to go down, you know, one string because I can't quite go lower than this A, you know, than this A note, right? So a step lower than that is going to be a G. So it's gonna go. So all I'm doing is just kind of doing it in relative to uh, what my new key is going to be. So F. So now I transpose that line. If I'm going to transpose everything else, for example, the riff. That's the play riff, everything right? to two, two frets, frets down. down. So instead of going. I'm gonna start two frets down here. How did I do that that fast? All I did was just went two two frets down, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't even thinking of the notes. So I mean, that's you can you can do that. You want to you know really dive into it. You want to um, transpose note for note. You can do that, or just by kind of looking at it, it's just two frets down. So instead of going. So I'm kind of looking at it as this is my uh, my three frets that I'm kind of working on here. So my three frets, one, two, is going to be here. The shape is going to be exactly the same. Just two frets down. Yeah, but I mean like, like the example that he was giving was like he learned it in C mm. and then he found it in G. G. Yeah, that's kind so of that's, like that's a, a big wide, jump. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so let's, let's get to that. I want to just cover the basics first, just in case you know people. Yeah, so it's, it's it's easy if the key is pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. So like G to F or G. Yeah. To I was gonna a. go D because I remember last week I used I said like oh I sound better in D. So yeah, yeah. It's late in the evening. So so the same thing too though. Like if if you were gonna go from G to A, yeah. you just go two frets up yeah yeah with yeah. everything yeah. yeah so if you know if you're going uh so aaron was saying if you're uh taking it up if that's too low for you the g's too low you know like if you're a female you want to sing this song for example that's a little bit too low you can raise up you know raise it up by a full step at a which will be here so from g two frets up will be an a you can go one fret up and stuff but it's just then you'll be playing in G sharp, you know, it's just kind of tough to play in the sharper flat key. So I like to kind of round it out to so an A. It's <laughs> it's late in the evening. A little too high for me. But um, so instead of going, you're going two frets up now. That's not going to be your note. Now let's go um, to a little bit more of an advanced um, transposing. So I said that I like the key of D last last week. So if you didn't hear that, this is last week's show. It's late in the evening. I feel like I can just 
go all over the place with you know with, with this. If I wanted to Beyonce out and that, I'm very 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 comfortable with that with this key. Now it's going to change drastically because G and D pretty far away, you know. So mm -hmm. from G, you have one. Uh, that's D right here. So this is G and this is D note all the way down here. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven steps or up. Half, half steps. Oh uh, yeah, seven half steps up. Or <clears throat> this is G right here, right? Or one, two, three, four, five half steps down. Mm -hmm. So that's still like either five half steps down or seven um, half steps up. So it's like, it's a little bit difficult. Um, so you have a couple of choices here. So you can either take it, you know, take it too, take it low. But in in this case, if you're going, if we're playing this here, now that's a note. Same same thing. So one, two, three, four, five. It will be here. So. and simple because it's, it's kind of like me playing it on the A string which I'm playing thing. on the E string yeah on the on the E string yeah right but now what about that picking pattern our picking pattern is going to be crazy because we're playing once I hit this I know I can't go seven or five you know five frets down from that so it's going to be a little bit difficult right unless I have a low G then I could play that lower that means I have to go high okay because I can't go any lower than that so this Let's just let's just go down what five steps I said. So so it'd be here. So it'd be <laughs> like I can't. Mm -hmm. That would be the note there, mm -hmm. yeah. but I don't have that note in my high G string. If you guys have a low G string, that's one of the advantages on the low G string. Oh. So you can still do it, but it's going to have to have this note down here. So the uh, you can you can kind of play it and just play this one note because that's the only note that you don't have that's going to be too low. So you can just play that and just make you know just. It kind of does <laughs> yeah. stick out. Though, it does. Right? It does yeah. stick like a with the know, high G. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what we're gonna do here. This is my trick to, uh, to, to do transposing kind of on the fly. So here's my G. I know that this is a D up here. Okay, and my inversion D. So if I'm going to go based on this, I know from based on this, the same shape, G, two frets up from my ring finger here, I'm going to bend that start. note. I'm going to start on that. Yeah. Now if I were to play D here, so two frets up from where my ring finger is. That's my three frets once again that I'm working with, like just like how you know how I did here with my three frets here. Three frets are now gonna be here. Nice and simple because it keeps everything the same, mm -hmm. you know. So don't forget about the inversions that you have. So all I did was I found an inversion of the new key with the same shape. 
as my original key. So this original key is in this G chord shape here, and I played that riff there. So I'm gonna climb up here. That's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven that I said. So I'm gonna climb seven up, and then play that uh, play that riff. All the shapes exactly the same as. But now in my new key that I can handle. I can Beyonce out if I want to on that new key of D because it's a lot lower. It's five half steps lower. Um, I'm more comfortable with that. So that's that, that's a trick. I like to, you know, I like to just use the inversions so I don't have to do too much. Um, uh, as an example, I, I play on Friday nights at this place called Rob's Good Times Grill with uh, with some of my high school friends. And um, my friend Kaniho, and you guys have seen Kaniho before, is a guy with a face tattoo who plays bass on our videos and stuff. He has a very low voice. If you haven't heard his rendition of uh, Your Man by Josh Turner, you should go check it out because it's, he's a very low, very white kind of voice. And, um, and we... Uh, huh? He uses that same voice for Under the Boardwalk. Yeah, he yeah, Under the Boardwalk, yeah, yeah, also, yeah. So, um, we, uh, we like to jam songs from our youth, and one of the songs from our youth is, um, and I've recorded this song as well, and there's a lesson on this, it's um, I'll Be Your Baby Tonight by, um, by Bob Dylan, so. Shut the lights, shut the shade, and the picking is a... Uh, You guys can check it out on the you know on the lesson, but um, I want to keep things kind of you know like how we used to do it. I I used to kind of sing that song, but but Kaniyo loves to sing that song too, and he sings it in D. You know, close your eyes, close the door. So what I do, I did the same exact trick. So instead of F, I'm gonna go up to D. So instead of going. So I go. So it's like super easy to just kind of play that, exact play that same, same exact there. picking pattern, but just kind of changing the key by using the inversions going up. So if I were to play, say, I'll use another song as an example. Say if we were doing. But then, um, say a girl was, you know, singing it with the uh, with the rather high, you know, high voice and stuff. I was singing it with Idina Menzel, for example, right, Kahai? <laughs> you feel me, right? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna try and say um, like Ambina Morel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if we're going into the unknown with, uh, you know, with with that, she wants to play it in D, for example. I'm like, uh, I usually play it in A. Oh, my picking pattern is gonna get all messed up, Idina. So we're we're gonna do it in D. I'll do the same thing. So this right here kinda looks like this, right? I get up. Like yeah, pretty, like, pretty fast because all I'm doing is I'm doing the same exact thing that I would do down here, but just in my new key. However so just, many mm -hmm. frets up yeah. that like, I need to go. An actual example of like you doing this like on the fly, yeah. you know, like while we're 
recording with an artist is Island Style, right? Because mm-hmm. just oh, cause yeah, John yeah. couldn't sing mm-hmm. uh, the original key, or he he's like, oh, can we he take blew it out like, his voice the night before? Yeah, yeah, can we take it a little lower so I can like sing it comfortably? Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, sure. And it's you didn't have to mm-hmm. like be like, oh, I have to think about what chords to play. Oh no, John. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know how to play the picking in that key uh, though. You should have told me a day before so I could practice it. No, like, it's just. I think, you know, you're going to run into those, you know, those moments where, like, you, you yeah. don't have time to uh, to go over it. You don't yeah. have time to practice or, you know. I, I think you guys, like, briefly, like, John just kind of, like, to get his voice settled, like, he yeah. was playing it and you're playing along. Yeah. But it's not like you, yeah, you didn't have to discuss mm-hmm. it and, like, figure out, like, okay, so that means I, have to pl- I can play these yeah. chords and this is the picking I was going to do. Mm-hmm. You pretty much, like, took the picking that you, re- you would have done anyways yeah, and then just transposed, transposed it, it mm-hmm. to... Mm-hmm. That key, right? So, you know, transposing on the fly can be pretty easy if you choose to go down that route. You know, it can get hard um, if you want to, you know, completely do a, a, a new chord shape. You know, that might be a little bit difficult. But if you want to take it easy, like how I did with uh, with I'll Be Your Baby Tonight jamming with Kaniho on a Friday night, I'm going to take the easy route. <laughs> to, you know, I'm not going to make up a whole new picking there on the fly. Kidding me? I think <laughs> the easy route. <laughs> I, I think the reason people think it's hard to is because mm-hmm. they, they think like, okay, so we're playing an A, mm-hmm. I pick the D note, that means that my that note for A is going to be well, D or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, right, right, right. right. Like, They're it, trying to do every single note. Right, right. Well, right. Or it's almost like you're trying to throw a dart and you're just hitting just the bullseye, <laughs> right? Yeah. You just want to hit the bullseye. Yeah. But the thing about it is like earlier, you're kind of, you're showing how to transpose and you like missed by like you played not necessarily the mm-hmm. wrong thing, but mm-hmm. I think you played the wrong harmony. Mm-hmm. But quickly you're just like, oh, and then you just went up two frets, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's like the thing you, you like, you shouldn't be afraid of playing the wrong thing because it actually helps you, anyways. Mm-hmm. Like it helps mm-hmm. you build your ear to mm-hmm. know that, like, oh, that doesn't quite sound right. So mm-hmm. I should move mm-hmm. it up a couple frets yeah, or yeah, move yeah. it down a couple frets. Yeah. And I don't like. I mean, I know a lot of people would be like, why don't you just use a capo or whatever, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you could. I'm not saying that you can't. You could. But let's go back to the scenario on a Friday night where I'm playing with Kaniho. You know, if I'm uh, if I'm playing down here, you know, close your eyes. And then I do the picking. I don't want to have to put a, a, <laughs> a capo all the way on the ninth fret and then play like super tiny notes you know like he yeah, doesn't yeah. he doesn't need like a music box playing with him like yeah, yeah. like having it that yeah. high all the time is just not gonna work you know so, so it's okay that the picking is up there but mm-hmm. if you're strumming your chords yeah, exactly like, yeah. so it might not be up i know some people were like well you could just take it off during the thing you know what no <laughs> just, <laughs> no that's no really like <laughs> Like any, I, I feel uh-huh. like people who you watch use cables. Yeah. Like, and I'll use a cable too. It's yeah. just like sometimes it it's the key that you want to play it in yeah. or the the voicings you want to mm-hmm. use. But I feel like if you're gonna do that, you don't, and you're you're using it for transposing. Yeah, yeah, you don't really use it for picking because you're cutting off like however much of the yeah. fret that you yeah. put it on, right? Mm-hmm. And the same re- like we kind of made that joke earlier too. It's like you don't see bass players use cables mm-hmm. because like. If they did, it's just like oh, I guess I'm not playing. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not playing these notes. I'm yet to see a bass. Is there such thing as a bass capable? I don't think so, right? Mm, I haven't seen. I'm that. sure someone. Yes. Has made it. Yeah. 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 I'm sure it's 
I, no, I think it doesn't exist, but I just yeah. I'm guessing that's like a guitar player who's yeah. like, I love using my capo. I'm gonna play bass with capo too. Yeah, I get guitar if you're using capos, you know, sometimes because like you have you know more strings, but with the ukulele, it's just like four strings needed to cover. So like um, being able to cover all four strings in a in a totally new key shouldn't be too hard of a task like um by using inversions with guitar i get it because there's a lot of like open you know like uh, open chord kind of um fingerings that you would be using and that might not work you know with uh with just using trans um not trans but transposing but uh inversions you know by just kind of using inversions so i get it yeah i get for i'm not gonna give guitar players a hard time i know like that's a thing and stuff but uh, with the ukulele it's a lot easier it's kind of like when uh, Aaron wrote that song, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, like, oh, I wrote it a half step down, so we have yeah. to tune down half, mm-hmm. half step. It's just, like, for guitar, at least, like, people use capos to get that certain feeling mm-hmm. of, it, like, a capo yeah. on the third fret or the fifth fret or something. Right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can use inversions, but it, it kind of, the mm-hmm. voicing sounds a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I'm, like, little details, kind of. Especially that. I'm not about to put a capo on a ninth yeah, fret and play think, that. It just doesn't even, sound good. Even with guitar, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever put it higher than the fifth, fifth. fret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, that, even with ukulele, like, if you wanted to play, mm-hmm. like, if, you, if you're not comfortable holding yeah. the F sharp or yeah. whatever, yeah. Then, and you just wanted to hold a regular yeah. F, put it on one... Yeah, but probably don't even go higher than three. Yeah, you know, yeah. ukulele because it's starting to like cross over the um the the music box yeah, kind of territory. Becomes, you know? it becomes yeah yeah. And if you have a soprano ukulele already, mm. it's yeah. like oh, it, it'll sound yeah even more or well mm-hmm. less volume, yeah. less everything, yeah. less sustain everything. So that's you know that's a great question. I mean, I know we like. <laughs> answered it like uh, to its its fullest. <laughs> but, I, I think it might also sound mm. like we're hating on capos yeah. too. But if you use a capo and you like, you have to use a capo or you use yeah. a capo to play. That's like perfectly fine too. It's fine. It's fine for like if you're doing some like open kind of uh, you know open tuning kind of chords and stuff. I've used capos before, um, and sometimes I, I would debate like, is it easier to just retune my ukulele? If I'm just gonna use it for that one mm-hmm. song or recording and stuff. Um, let's take it all the way. back Back to my first album, Schizophrenic Snowflakes is a step up. When I first wrote it, I actually wrote it with a capo on the second fret because I wanted, um, I wanted to get the feeling of snowflakes. Mm-hmm. So that's I was going for that very like high tinny music box kind of mm-hmm. sounding, you know, um, sounding tone. So I'm like, I'm gonna use a capo so that I can get that tone. So I'm not saying that I've never used one or like or don't use one at all and stuff but when i did it on the recording i just tuned it like a whole step up it was a lot easier because there's a lot of open chords to it yeah i I think we're not like this we're not trying to discourage people Mm. from using the capo it's just like if you consider using the capo for every single song you know or like trying to play different keys and stuff situational situation it's like maybe you you might want to try to like expand your like ability and try and actually play bar chords and stuff you know so, like, for example, somebody, like, you know, who's just kind of starting out, they know all their chords in the key of C. Like, this is this is the most common, you know? Like, it's like, okay, now we're going to play in E. It's like, yep, let me just put my capo on the fourth fret, and I'm going to play, play e. everything in Play C. everything in C yeah. and stuff. It's just like, that's cool, you know? But at that point, you might want to start learning, like, 
other chords and mm-hmm. expanding on your knowledge and stuff because that's only gonna you know coast you so like so that's... much and it's gonna start to sound weird like if you're mm-hmm. playing an f and you're you know or g or a even and you're playing <laughs> it down up up here and stuff like I, I don't like playing with music boxes too much <laughs> people say like um they're like oh but i, I like i need it you know i needed to play and stuff yeah but we use like the analogy that it's like a crutch yes and it's like yeah it's it's fine mm-hmm. like to use it you know you use a crutch to walk yeah. you use it to walk you don't use it to yeah. run in the olympics <laughs> so it's yeah. like you want to eventually like if you want to run mm-hmm. or if you want to you know get past that point yeah. you want to kind of like stop using the crutch and just rely on your own abilities yeah. Yeah. even if it like it's like oh but it doesn't sound as good it's like well it doesn't sound as good because you're still trying to learn mm-hmm, how to mm-hmm, run mm-hmm. without it you know so yeah. you gotta get used to it because you can walk with the crutch it'll make it easier and stuff but if you have two able legs like just use the legs you know you don't see people like, yeah running train the legs yeah, train the legs so that it can you know it can run so that that's it we're not trying to hate and stuff you know it's no yeah. hate no hate zone <laughs> but just <laughs> yeah you know yeah. we want to encourage and also, people to get better it's ukulele so. it's yeah it's, it's ukulele <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's it's uh, ukulele. That's that's, that's ukulele. Be, it's better if you say it that way. It's ukulele. It's, it's fine. <laughs> okay, I'll do. Have any other questions, Kai? That was a good one. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, so um, Trent asked, or uh, Trent sent this in, and I think yeah. he meant it for the live lesson. Sure. Uh, he said, "Why is chords like C add nine?" Uh, why is there chords like C add nine when there is are only seven notes? Isn't uh, C add nine the same as C add two? Uh yes and no. Okay, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and it's in ukulele. That's kind of a great wanna, area too. You know, huh? uh, you want to use the board maybe? The um, yeah, but I can kind of just explain it here. It should be fine. And if I need to go further into it, because yeah, kind of yeah we're we're talking to like. The point two percent of people that yeah will that will understand understand so, this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what Trent is talking about, it's like, oh, how can there be a C add nine when there's only seven notes in the scale? So you know what he means by the seven note. If we're thinking C, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, because that eighth note is the same thing as the first note. So yeah. that's there's C D E F G A B. Those are the seven notes that he's talking about. So how can there be a nine? Um, easy. So you can just kind of extend that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So you're basically just playing a C scale all over again. That's how you can get nines and thirteens and elevens. So a C add nine would be. So this is the one, three, five for C. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So this would be a C add nine. Whereas this would be one two, this would be a C add two. Does that make sense? Yeah. But so the names of yeah. the notes are exactly the same. Yeah. It's just that it's the, the tone, depending on yeah. where you're starting from, mm-hmm. that in, like in the in the yeah. I guess the, in the scale of, <laughs> with, of the with, notes that you're playing yeah. on your ukulele. But it's tough because you're already in middle like this is the middle C, yeah, you yeah. know, in, in ukulele. Yeah. So like. This could it be interpreted as a nine depending on what you're playing with. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, um, say I'm playing with a guitar. I add this note in there. It'll be the nine to his, you know, to his C. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Because so the... I'm just kind of adding like I'm playing C, and I add this in there. I'm playing a C, you know, add two, 
but in um in relation to if a guitar played yeah. the, like in, a C, in terms of all yeah, of the notes all the being spectrum, played mm-hmm. at that time that would be a nine yeah. would be considered a nine so it's it's a little bit tricky when we're talking ukulele and stuff but if it's just pure ukulele this is a c2 and this is uh or c add two and this is a c add nine mm-hmm. yeah so, like to also kind of go back mm-hmm. like the c chord is made up of c e g yes and then so c add nine and c add two are yeah. both made up of c e g mm-hmm. plus an added d uh, yeah so that's why like you know if, if people who don't like don't maybe know the fretboard and mm-hmm. don't understand that as much yeah. that's why like trent is asking like why if it has the same uh, note name yeah is it not called the same chord you yeah know? why yeah. is there a differentiation between the two of them yeah but it's just in relation to where your starting point is going to be you know so if i were to play say up here a um an inversion of the c so this is my c so this would be c e and then g so I wanted to add a D in there, so this would be my D note here. So it'll be that'll be a C add two because I'm starting from this C, right? So that's this would be the two then instead of it being the nine. So here goes like this or this. <laughs> Play that C instead of this E here. I'm gonna use this E there. That'll be a C two inst. But I'm still playing this, what would be considered a nine, on this one here. So it's a little bit tricky. Like, <laughs> the reason why yeah. people might add, like, write out C add nine mm-hmm. is because they're looking for that particular note in, yeah. in relation yeah. to the, the chord. To the chord. So it's mm-hmm. like, really, functionally, it, it mm-hmm. it's the same as a C add two. Yeah. But then they're just like they're they added that because yeah. they're looking for a very specific yes. voicing or mm-hmm. a very specific yeah you know like they're saying like oh I want these notes to be played yeah. here you know yeah. so, so yeah. for the sake of it if you're like see at thirteen like so a lot of people see that you know at like thirteens one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen so that'd be a that note has that to note be has there. to be in there yeah because it has to be a lot higher you or know? or yeah like. 13 in relation to the lowest C that you're playing. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. To the C. Because this is my lowest note that I'm starting from. That's where the stack starts, right? So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. C at 13. And I, I think you would you see that, you'd see like mm-hmm. higher notes too with like either like oh, a C add uh, flat 13 yeah. or something, you know? Where they, they want it to, like, that specific note, mm-hmm. and they want it, like, a flat or a sharp yeah. or something, mm-hmm. too. So. Yeah, and there's a lot of, like, intimidating ones, like, sharp 11, or flat, like, flat 5, or C flat 5, or C add flat 5, and then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So you flat that, so I guess. Mm-hmm. That is your flat 5, or sharp 11, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, which is, like, a flat 5, but it has to be up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two different things, though, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're yeah. playing... Same, same, yeah, note, same notes, note names. two different, like, voices. Yeah, two different mm-hmm. sounds. Too. And, like, it might be important, like, if you're playing a melody that mm-hmm. calls for it to be that yeah. high or that yeah. low. Yeah. So they'll, they'll point it out, like, in the music, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry. Hopefully, I didn't confuse people more with. with that. That's you know right. One <laughs> but now you can you can watch the video. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. You can watch the video now and um and be like, oh, okay, I know exactly how to play a C add sharp eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're if you're listening on whatever Stitcher or, yeah. <laughs> or iTunes or whatever, you have to come to ukuleleunderground.com. Oh, now you gotta come to, us. <laughs> to, to see it. It's still free. It's not like, you know. <laughs> Let's get a gif of that. Guy. <laughs> for, yeah, for just personal for users. Yeah, just for funsies. <laughs> for funsies. I'm trying to run a cult. <laughs> yeah. um. It's my magic fingers. See that? Or hula fingers, however, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> magic, magic, magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, next up. So hopefully that answered your question, Trent. Yeah. Um, so Kevin asked in the chat, uh, "What are some exercises to get the pinky to stretch farther and in different directions for sus augmented chords?" Um, just kind of any pinky training, you know, like, um, if we're just talking about just the pinky, um, I would first start out with like the worm, you know, like that kind of worm exercise. You have no idea like how much that does for the pinky. If you do it correctly with like the half an inch from the fretboard kind of thing, if you're doing that, especially on the let go, you know, like if you're going down from here, so here's an example, just so that's the worm. Just, just no, normal worm. Notice how like my pinky kind of goes up here. So that would be a no-no to the real worm, which the real worm is you want to keep it um, at least half an inch close to your fretboard. You don't want it to go over past half an inch here because I know we have the tendency to do this with our pinky finger. So if you were to do the worm like this, so notice how So I'm going to do it from this side. So one, two, three, four. So that pinky finger doesn't go any higher than this. That's that half an inch mark. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And on the takeoff here, so if you're if you go all the way up to the twelfth fret and you're taking it off, goes one, two, three, four. So you're taking it off without this pinky finger going up as well. So try that at home. It's very difficult. It looks super easy, but it's very hard. I can't play it so I'm here I'm gonna play it like I really have to concentrate to keep that pinky finger down and that'll like kind of uh, give strength to your pinky finger because you're you know you're actively trying to keep it at this um, you know at this height right um, another one is to just kind of stretch it out like that so just put all four fingers down and then um, so do the do the do the worm that way but then this time do uh, do a skip one so so one three four five and then skip another one between the ring and the pinky so one three four six it sounds like that Zelda <laughs> like so you're doing that so it's a nice little stretch but you're not over stretching it because um you know you're not going to be playing a chord that's gonna you know you're not playing any Benny Chong chords that's gonna stretch any further than that so if you can um stretch your pinky out from pointer finger to pinky finger six frets you should be good like that you don't need to exaggerate it any more than that you can if you want to do like pointer finger skip two do the two and then skip two again. You can do that if you want to. 
but then I, w I would kind of keep these two together because like breaking these two up that's where you're kind of gonna get some problems and stuff these two usually kind of go together anyway so don't worry about that I think um, if you're having trouble stretching your pinky to where it needs mm -hmm. to go, like maybe just bring your thumb back. Yeah, that's another that's you another know? thing too. So um, to just like kind of looking at the position, position of your hands. Yeah, you know. So just kind of work in the work in the position. So if you're gonna stretch that pinky uh, that pinky finger there, I'm going to kind of uh, bring this uh, bring this wrist back. So that it can uh, it can reach further, or, or I mean, like sometimes they have it mm -hmm. back, and then oh, they yeah. need to Go like from here add and then more. Drop it. Yeah, yeah. So like if you're holding a G chord, and then just trying to reach it from here is yeah. going to be is going to be tough. Yeah, so, so drop that thumb down so that you can reach that pinky finger there yeah. a little bit easier. So yeah, that's that, that's another one. So if you're just uh, kind of playing that, but try to keep your wrist straight though. Yeah, mm -hmm. with that, don't you don't want to. Drop it and then have your yeah. wrist be at a yeah yeah. Point. But I mean that's it. Like your thumb positioning is just like how you would do a bar chord. Yeah, so it's still not bad. It's so, not like this or anything. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's just just you, dropping it just so that you have enough hand to mm -hmm. to bring your pinky farther. The, the general tip for for to keep your wrist straight is just to keep your thumb pointed to the headstock. Mm -hmm. If you do that, it should like no matter where how low way. on your neck it. Yeah, it should. Yeah. Open. Yeah. Pretty straight, pretty straight. Yeah, but uh, like, cause he kind of preempted that with like, <laughs> like I have small hands, but mm -hmm. that shouldn't be a problem. No. You know, I refer back to the same like Korean video, <laughs> North Korean video with those kids like that guitar, <laughs> Playing guitar, stuff. like classical, exactly. Guitar. Yeah, classical guitar. It's like uh, I now no longer believe in the my hands are too small thing. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> all of all it is is just um figuring out a hand position mm -hmm. that would work would work for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That uh, and that's like the thing too is like people think that their pinkies aren't strong yeah. enough, but yeah. rarely it's that like because you don't yeah. actually use strength to hold chords or hold mm. the string down with your pinky. Mm. It's more about like where you're yeah your hand correctly. It's and, and if you're just keeping your hand stationary and you're trying to move your pinky, yeah. like you're kind of losing out on mm -hmm. all the extra benefits you can have from yeah. like. Yeah. rearranging tilting and like yeah. moving your hand in space kind of show so. that too like yeah. how you're you can... so if, if i'm going from here uh how do i you know here so my if if i'm holding my thumb up here just like if i were to use the neck on the pillow kind of thing like how we talked about and stuff it uh reaching that fifth fret might be a little bit difficult but if i drop that thumb down then it like kind of allows yeah, me like to be a little a bit ton more, of hand yeah. to work with yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot more, a lot more hands. So it's not really the fingers or how, or how long my fingers are, how small my hands or whatever. It's uh, it, you give yourself a little bit more space and more hand to work with. So you're kind of like elongating that, you know, by uh, by dropping that thumb down. So I'll show it from this angle here. So from here, it's tough because I don't have a lot to work with. See how far back this this pinky finger is. Now once I move, oh, once I move that thumb down. Like how like how it extends my pinky, yeah. And uh, so for those people who are having a hard time with like pinky mutes and, or uh, pinky strumming mutes, that's a, that's another trick. Also, just kind of like yeah, get this down here so you have a little bit more fingers to work with. So now my my pinky finger can reach all the way up there. Yeah, which I mean, you, you don't know, even like, need. That which much. I don't even need. That's like yeah. overkill. Yeah. 
you know? So, um, I, I know a lot of people, you know, will, will kind of look for, you know, like, oh, it's, it's my, it's my hand. It's my hand that's not working and stuff. But, um, really take a look at your, uh, your positioning and see if you can figure out a way to, uh, to, to reach those or whatever you're given. Yeah. 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 It's like pretty much, I don't, I, I think we haven't met somebody who, mm. you know, has like a different hand yeah who's like there isn't one way that we can figure out how to get them to hold the cord mm -hmm. yeah because like we've even met people who've had like shorter like really shorter you know they, they cut off their part of their fingers yeah, yeah. and Wood they dominated woodworkers yeah. dominator is yeah. one of them like his i believe his middle finger got cut and stuff oh, yeah so when he well, like when he plays a certain chord i'm like whoa he just like you just differently yeah you just notice it, it, it works like, yeah. oh my gosh that's right you cut off your uh, <laughs> middle or pointer finger or something and the last oh. time Tom was here too, he was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, Tom, Tom is another." He was like teaching me a song, like a flamenco song, yeah. and he was just like, "Oh yeah, my my finger is a little short, so I have to play it like this." You know? <laughs> I was like, oh, oh yeah. my goodness, yeah, yeah. I, I think too um, when we tell people like move your thumb, mm -hmm. the important part is not that you just move your thumb only. Yeah, yeah. Like it's your whole. It's really it's your whole. Hand yeah, I guess so. If yeah. you keep your hand here and just move your. Because you can't move your thumb yeah, down. Yeah, because people do exactly that where they yeah. they cramp up their hand even more. Cause they, <laughs> they just play I've seen people I put, yeah. my, put my thumb where you said. Yeah, yeah, you said. You said to do this. But yeah, no, just uh, drop the, just drop relax. the wrist. Yeah, yeah, drop the wrist. It's like your whole knuckles, your palm, everything mm -hmm. kind of has to move in according yeah. to your, your yeah. attitude. If you, let the, if, if you let the wrist follow up with that, that should kind of straighten out straighten your out. wrist. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you're trying these things, it's really helpful if you mm -hmm. have some kind of camera or like a mirror to practice in yeah because like a lot of people they they'll try it mm. but they only look from their own perspective and they're mm -hmm. looking down at their hand mm -hmm. and they can't see like the full effect that like oh my hand is actually really bunched up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like i'm uncomfortable in a <laughs> weird looking position so yeah. yeah if you look in the mirror you can kind of see like mm -hmm. oh that's what i look like and then you kind of straighten it yeah. out or make it look more relaxed mm -hmm. and that's usually 90% of the yeah. solution right there. <laughs> if you ever have like a cramp or you feel like your hand is just like, oh, my hand is tensing yeah, take up. Take a look at how, what you look like when you're when you're playing and you might identify the problem. Do you, mm -hmm. Yeah, like, do you look uncomfortable when you're playing? Then that's probably like... It's, that's Why am I uncomfortable it. playing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe if you... <laughs> When, when people say to you like, oh, you make it look so easy. Yeah. It's because it's like, yeah, because it's supposed to look easy it's supposed to look yeah. comfortable yeah to at least yeah. re kind of relax mm -hmm. and not yeah not super bunched up but in, right. in any one place i mean like i've i've been learning cardistry for a year now and stuff and that's th the best advice ever just to like relax to you know what you do yeah. because at first when i was doing it easier, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when i was uh, learning it you know my first month is i was like so tense that like because I was so tense, like the car started dropping and I wasn't <laughs> quite doing it. Oh, no. But like if you and just you get even relax, more tense yeah. because of that, yeah. you know, or or when I, I try to like show people like, oh, I just learned this and then I get nervous oh, and it gets no. like, oh, I swear I could do this better. <laughs> you know? well, so like, relax. When you started cardistry, yeah. like I told you, like, oh, the, the thing that will make you better mm -hmm. is if you're, you stop being afraid of dropping cards. If yeah. dropping cards are like... Yeah. Oh, that's no big deal to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same thing with like ukulele and playing music. It's mm -hmm. like once you stop being afraid of playing the wrong note, yeah. it becomes like mm -hmm. way easier because yeah. you're just like, 
oh, it doesn't really matter if I mess up because I know what the right note is and I know how to play it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, and the same thing like with cardistry, it's just yeah. like, oh, so I drop cards. I just pick yeah, it back pick up. It back up. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I play the wrong note. So yeah, I just play cards. the right note. Yeah. Play the next note. Noel Heath drops cards, guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Asden Valtai drops cards. Those guys, those guys drop cards and I don't feel bad. You know? <laughs> Do you have to find a link to them in the... Yeah, link? maybe, yeah. <laughs> but Jake Shimabukuro never drops cards. <laughs> no, I, never I drops remember... Never drops cards. I remember right. you saying that... Because um, there, there's that one Hot Hawaiian Nights... Oh, yeah. That you, that you <laughs> yeah. took... Yeah. You, you, took, you took a video. It, it was on TV, right? Mm-hmm. And you kind of... You could see his face. He's and like, you... Oh, yeah. You play the sour there, note. There's one note yeah. that he plays and then... Body serving right at the end. <laughs> I, and I remember that being like... You said that that kind of spurred you on. Like, yeah. oh, even he... he even makes he messes up. Even he messes up. So, on, on national mm-hmm. or on yeah. statewide I didn't mean, TV. Even least. like <laughs> more recently, he played at the All, uh, All Angels Jazz Fest here on Kauai uh, and stuff. And he forgot... Where he was going with, um, uh, he was playing Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a long song. Yeah. And he forgot what happens next. He actually stopped in the middle of the song, told the audience that he forgot, like, you know, he forgot where he was, uh-huh. restarted it all over. The whole song? Yeah. Or no, just that phrase. Oh, like, that, he restarted that phrase. the phrase again. Okay. So that he found, he found where he was and it's just like, wow, he's human. Everyone. He's, he's, <laughs> he's human. We found Deadpool's weak spot. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but that, that kind of like you give give him even more credit, I think. You like know, yeah. as a professional, yeah. as a yeah, Jesus human, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I think like something people can check out like right now, yeah. or like if they're listening or watching or whatever. Uh, watch the last Friday Jam, mm-hmm. and like your ukulele was a little bit out of tune, right? Yeah. <laughs> for like for some songs, and then like when you started playing um, "Drop Baby Drop," mm-hmm. I, I just kind of remember like like looking at you and then like you like being like yeah i i know that it's not there's one string <laughs> yeah, that's like off oh. i'll fix it soon <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll get fixed don't worry but like uh i mean like you're playing the whole time yeah. and then people in the chat if you look at the chat nobody's yeah. like oh your string is out of tune yeah or like oh you're you're, you're not doing going. it right like just have fun i mean it was it's like an Aloha friday live jam like i mean <laughs> you know we're not in front of like live tv or whatever but you know people were watching and stuff and that's yeah I, i've said it before too it's like super fun to yeah. watch musicians like who play <laughs> together and then if you look at the musician's face and they turn and they kind of smile like smirk yeah. at each other it's like usually happened. <laughs> yeah usually somebody you know either messed up or yeah. they changed something and yeah. then somebody else caught it like oh what was that yeah, the smiles are for yeah. both good and bad <laughs> yeah yeah like oh yeah because like i'll smile at kenny if like he'll he'll run like a baseline really sick yeah and yeah like yeah. Ah, sick baseline. I'm like yeah that's sick yeah. or like i messed up on like on a note but then like i'm like mm-hmm you just keep like going. slide it in <laughs> just or something keep just, going. Like, oh, yep. just keep swimming yeah yeah <laughs> But you can, yeah, you can tell that musicians, oh, yeah, like, they yeah. look at each other and they give the secret, like, nod, almost like, yeah, yeah got it, got it, still going to <laughs> yep. Yeah. But it was, it was a rare, it was a rare moment to see, like, Jake mess up on something. <laughs> this late in the game, too, because he rarely makes mistakes now. When we um went up to see him in Denver, uh-huh. 
I I mean, I'm not. It's not like I'm looking for mistakes and stuff. I didn't hear any, and my my <laughs> yeah, ear yeah. hears it. You know? Yeah, yeah. But like, hot dang, he's so good. It's like a well oiled machine, <laughs> like I, for that that show. But I bet, like, if you ask him, mm-hmm. he can pinpoint. Yeah, like, that's true. That's too. true. Because you're you're always like you always know more mistakes than you make, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. other people do. Yeah. For him, it's kind of like. I didn't play that one note loud enough. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Right? I usually play that it louder. <laughs> I usually play it louder, but this, like tonight, I don't know. Yeah. I just kind of slipped that detail. Like, ah, yeah, we, man, it it was. I wanted to do a ten finger roll, and they only heard eight. And they only, <laughs> like, yeah. What? <laughs> we, we were talking about uh, doing magic, mm-hmm. and I told you that like one time I, I was doing magic at your house, and we were just hanging out and yeah. stuff. And then I stole a card, and I was like, oh, I'm so sure that they saw me steal the card. <laughs> but I kept going with the trick. And then, like, at the end, I was just like, oh, yeah, like, you just take the card. And I just showed that I had the card the whole time. Yeah. And, like, the who I was doing it for was just like, yeah. when did what, what when did that happen? What? Yeah. So you're always, like, more critical right, of yourself, right. like, you know. And mm-hmm. even if something happens, just keep yeah. rolling. Just keep, keep going, going with it. it. Just yeah. Keep going with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, any more in the mailbag, or do, do we have any questions from the audience? Perhaps. Um, you know? No, I think that was ignore the live audience. Yeah, uh, the last question was from the audience. So, oh, okay. Okay. Um, I think uh, that's pretty much it. And then we had a uh, like uh, we can probably end on our student review. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we had uh, Renee um, put in a student review, and uh, the thing with the student review, we worked on it last week Thursday for the one-on-one coaching, and um, I've given her some advice and stuff, and she took you know some of that advice, she kind of made it her own. She did. Um, she she covered a no effect song, which is really cool, you know, because if you know Renee, it's like you play a no effect song, but it's 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 awesome. She did it. She did a great job. It's one of those student reviews where I feel like. Um, I already saw like what it was and then she kind of changed it and she, she did it. She did a great job. Um, you know, the, uh, I don't really have any, um, any criticism, you know, for it because all of the criticism was from like last week, last week and she already kind of changed that. So she's, she's doing, I mean, you can always like do better. You can always like add more things, but I think at this point with what she's aiming for, it works perfectly, you know, mm-hmm. with like, she just kind of wants to jam the song and sing it. She doesn't want to add any kind of fancy schmancies. And, you know, and she already added what she wanted to add, all the fancy, um, fancy schmancy things. Um, she could kind of play around a little bit more with the, uh, with, with the rhythm, but I feel like it's fine because you can, you can tell it's that song. If you know, if you know that tune, um, like California Drought, you know, um, by No Effects, if you know that tune, you'll be like, hey, I recognize that song, mm-hmm. which is great because that means she the, turned it. The yeah, point. the point. Yeah. She turned it into her own thing. She's not trying to do, you know, like that no effects, like punkish kind of like kind of strum to it. Like she's she wants to do her own, you know, her own rhythm pattern, which is awesome, you know. So I don't really have just <laughs> for the first time. I don't really have any criticism. It sounds great, <laughs> oh. you know. Like I would do it the same exact. If I were Renee, I would play it the same exact way. Mm-hmm. I, I think, or yeah, yeah. She's yeah. already. It's. Kind of like already, you already got the A for yeah. day. Like, yeah, yeah. You can <laughs> go for the extra credit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you can go for the plus, I guess. But, <laughs> and, and with that instance, I, I think like she can take it. Maybe she, if she wants the plus or she really wants to, you know, do something with it, mm. she can take it and like make it her own. Where yeah, she can think about like maybe you know adding mm. her own more of her own styling right. to it, or even like. Um, we had another person in one-on-one coaching who was learning a song and you, you said like, Oh, 
because this song sounds so familiar to this other song, mm-hmm. you might want to think about like mashing the, the two of them yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And then when you said that, you could see his like uh, like you know his eyes light up and mm-hmm. his brain started firing off, and he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, that sounds great. That's like a great idea." Yeah. So that might be what you might want to take with it, like you know, start to besides incorporating her own style, like incorporate other songs other that songs. you might yeah, like that's or, a good that's a good a direction with it as well yeah make it like mm-hmm. mash it up and make it really yeah. different you know if you're going for extra credit i mean you can um if this is like for, for real like just extra extra stuff um you could add some like uh some kind of finger picking to you know to your to your strum so if you're just going with like that that kind of strum i mean this wasn't the strum that she's using but i'm just saying just <laughs> an example see that's if that's what she was doing it's like yeah that's fine it's perfect it's perfectly fine you can do that um you can you can add some finger picking like you know like where i'm just kind of picking some some notes in there while i'm strumming that's something more that you can do but it's not necessary because some people won't even hear the difference between versus You know, mm-hmm. yeah. so there's really it's just nitpicking at this point. But because she like already hit that standard mm-hmm. of like, oh, I can listen to this and I know that it's yeah. you know Californian drought. Yeah. Like everything she adds on to to it at this point is yeah. all for her. Like whatever yeah. she likes, you know. Yeah, yeah. She can yeah. like you cherry want sprinkles pick and, on your yeah. uh, <laughs> on your banana split, or you want cherries, you want hot fudge. You can add whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and, good job. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. but check you, it out, everybody. It's on the uh, is it on U plus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she does like add some more stuff, like mm-hmm. definitely keep us updated because mm-hmm. we like seeing people just really take a song and make it their own. Off you know? it, yeah, we get yeah. excited about it. Yeah, so. we do. Yep. All right. Any uh, any any other businesses that we should attend to? Um, uh, Frosty just came out today. Nice, Frosty the Snowman. Um, this was. <laughs> This is a song that I think I was just playing around with it at the mm-hmm. office, and I was like, I should teach that because <laughs> I just got the Taylor, you know, the Taylor ukulele, uh-huh. and it had that low G, and yeah. I was really playing around with that low G. But I'm like, oh, if I'm gonna teach it, I don't want to teach it low G. Guys, like, maybe you should do two versions. I'm like, I need to have to do it twice. <laughs> like, oh, I'll just make a version for for high G, and I did the same exact notes but with high G. It's like, ah, oh, it's it's fine. Uh-huh. It sounds better with low G, so all you low G users can uh, can attempt it. With your low G, and you can use the same exact fingering and mm-hmm. stuff, but it'll just sound better with that with that low. But all you high G users like me, I did do it in high G, so it so it sounds okay. It's one of my yeah. f- favorite arrangements that I've done actually, because it's it's fun. It's jazzy, but it's not trying too hard to be uh-huh. jazzy. But it sounds uh-huh. jazzy. It's not a hard jazz song. So, yeah, yeah. And we we labeled it as mm-hmm. like advanced because mm-hmm. there's just like certain techniques and skills that yeah. are like more advanced. Yeah, but the cores are friendly. Yeah, 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 and then kind of if you break it down into smaller ideas, yeah. it's way it, it's easier to digest. Yeah, but like what we really gave, it, it sounds it does sound yeah. really fancy, but what we gave is just the, basically the bare bones. Mm-hmm. And I know you're like playing around even after, yeah. and you're like adding some more stuff. So like yeah. you can really take it and make it you know even more. Yeah. <laughs> Did I do? And then yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. augmented in there. Like it's, it's very friendly. So um, you know, try it. It's I I love that tune, and I enjoyed that um that, that arrangement that I did of it. So I hope you guys enjoy it too. Check that out. <laughs> I work really hard on it. Oh, uh, Ritesh yeah. is in the chat. Yes, and he's the one that sold you that Taylor. Yes, yeah, yeah. 
He's in the chat. He said Unicorn Two is in the house. Oh snap! He so, bought another trailer. So I'm, I'm not sure. I, oh jeez. Yeah. Okay, that that's what is. Hey, did you buy to. another one? Or, <laughs> did you buy the coal one, perhaps? <laughs> I'm guessing that he's that's not what, letting that go now. What he's, he's referring to, but um, yeah, let us know, Ritesh. Is it a yeah. new um, mahogany tailor, or is it another unicorn that you had that you? you so, <laughs> yeah. So that was. Um, how how many weeks ago was that um, where Aldrin showed? That might have been like already like a couple months. A couple months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so you can go back and and see yeah. the actual so, Taylor ukulele that yeah he got yeah he said that yep so I, I'm guessing it, <laughs> oh, it is like another nice congrats <laughs> if you don't mind how much did you get it <laughs> if you don't mind if you don't because you already got it I guess it doesn't really matter right but like if you don't mind. How much did you get that one for? You can also uh, you can message us privately. Yeah, yeah. The, you don't have to. But, you can but Aldrin wants to know. I do. Want to know. I do. I, I do want to know. <laughs> but it's cool. I, I love that. I love that ukulele. It's a ukulele that I just use at home, of course, and stuff. And if um, I feel like it, it needs to be recorded, or if I can record something with it, I will. You know, but. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful beautiful uke, but it's not something that I would play on stage. I'm not a low G player That's... anyway, and I feel like if I play with high G, it really wouldn't sound the same. Yeah, you know? so yeah. Well, that's kind of where Frosty came from, right? You're yeah. playing on that uke. Yeah. And yeah. You, yeah so. Oh, he said same. Same oh, price. same price. Oh, that's really good. Nice. I can't believe, I mean, like, how does lightning strike twice in the same place? <laughs> you know, like, I guess, I mean, that might just be the going rate for just that. Yeah, like ukulele. a used version of that ukulele. And not, and not like the pairing of the yeah. guitar and the ukulele. Right, right. I, but I mean, like, I, I hope people that, don't, you know, don't catch on I, you and just, because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's worth, worth more way than, more than that. More than I, that. I feel yeah, like you great. have <laughs> you have to be in the know kind of like yeah. you have to have played it because mm. i think people probably overlook it too because mm-hmm. it doesn't look i think the the coil one looks probably fancier right with the yeah. inlays and everything yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's why people are probably like oh that's yeah. the better and some one. people might like the coal one you know uh-huh. they, they might listen to both and like oh i kind of like the coal one better because yeah. it's subjective you know but i like um and <laughs> the hint, sound yeah, yeah. Hint, hint if i were to make another Eldrin guerrero model it would be mahogany <laughs> i think well, like I think, all of us, <laughs> just just say it, just say <laughs> not to inflate the the price yeah. even more, you know, yeah. or like spread rumors. But I think yeah. all of us picked up the mahogany one, and we're yeah. like, oh, this is this one is this, like this is the one. Yeah, no, I own it now, guys. So let's inflate the price, please. <laughs> let's let's inflate <laughs> the price. It was the most amazing <laughs> piece of piece of ukulele that it done. <laughs> and then when it gets to like 20 million yeah, you'll be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I guess I'll sell it now. <laughs> no, I gotta I, sell it to, back to Ritesh, but I don't know, he has his own now, because yeah. he said if I were to sell it back, it has to be back to Ritesh for the same price. Uh-huh. And I said, yep, gentleman's agreement, if I were to ever sell this. So, Ritesh, if I were to sell it, I'm glad. Can I sell it to someone else? Now? But, <laughs> Not that I would or anything. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm glad. I'm glad he got one though, because yeah. he was like, he... yeah, he was kind of bummed out. <laughs> he like he's, he had second thoughts of like, I'm yeah. I mean, I guess that kind of just goes to show how good it sounds. Yeah, is yeah. that like you know he he promised that he would sell it to you. And then he did. Yeah. And he wanted it enough to get another one. <laughs> it is great that that you can. But yeah, mahogany. I'm mahogany is super hot right now. <laughs> Let's just say mahogany is very hot right now. And if I can find a nice in the, in the curly mahogany, world. that would be it. World. So Ritesh said, "You're you're off the hook." I guess. Oh, okay. Can. Since he has one, I, yeah. 
I, you know, you know what I mean. I don't know. Like later, later down the line, like my kid wants to go to an expensive college or something. We're like, well, we drove up the price of this thing. <laughs> Let's not collect. Let's collect. No, but uh, I don't think so. I don't think I'll ever sell that thing. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Even um, a well-known luthier that makes his own ukuleles wanted to buy that for me. I don't want to say who. <laughs> yeah, one of our, say, like, just one of our friends. One of our friends. Yeah, who makes ukuleles, and you'd be surprised. I was surprised. I was like, "Wait, do you want to buy this?" Like, yes. I'm like, "What? You make ukes? <laughs> Why don't you just make one exactly like this?" I, I well, I think that's the thing too, though. Like, luthiers can understand like quality. When yes, they look at, yeah. like yeah. even from other makers too. Because yeah. yep. I think that even that maker, mm-hmm. he talked about like other Martins, right? Yeah, that, yeah like yeah. are you know really special because i guess you know like deep down like all of us are just uke fans you know what i mean regardless if you're you know if you're a luthier or you know if you're a kanle artist i'm a kanle artist but i'm an ukulele like ukulele fan at heart so you know i um i talk to my sponsors like hey you know i I collect ukes and they're like they're totally fine with that joe and kristen is super super cool with Mm -hmm. me grabbing like other ukes for you know for me to just to collect because you know like I said, deep down, we're all Uke fans. So I think they understand too matter. that yeah. you're not you're not just going like, hey, this ABC ukulele is super good either. <laughs> it's like pretty special. But I guess though. to call it this point, if I was like, yeah, buy this one, like you couldn't, you know, like, <laughs> but you could buy Kanileas everywhere. So I think, well, like uh, the ukuleles that you do collect, right? Mm. They they're usually like pretty special, and they're not just, yeah, like, that's true out there. You know, like you can mm-hmm. find it anywhere. It's stuff so. that I like. You know, um, yeah, I have yeah. a, I have a mahogany um, Martin ukulele. You know, I know people are like, oh, the five keys or the K ukuleles, but really, like vintage, um, vintage mahogany sounds so good, <laughs> sounds so much better than uh, and and that's just my opinion. I'm not saying that like you know as as a, I'm not saying as a fact, but in my opinion, vintage mahogany um, ages way better than vintage koa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, people will be like, "Oh no, turning this, <laughs> turning this podcast off right now." No, like, that's just one man's opinion. You know what I mean? Like, I've played a lot of ukuleles. In my opinion, I think vintage mahogany. Yeah. So, if I were to, you know, release a mahogany ukulele, for example, just know that that will will just get better. Would get better than a core would, in my opinion. <laughs> so, well, you like, should get it. If I were to release one, you should definitely get it. <laughs> and well like if people buy it yeah. they, they might be like oh you said this was gonna be but like you have to take care of it yeah. you have wait a to... hundred years <laughs> yeah <laughs> like some people just think like oh you just get an old ukulele or whatever it has to be like in yeah. good condition and if too. it doesn't and they say it do sell one if it doesn't get a hun- uh, better in a hundred years i'll give you your money back <laughs> yeah, i'll reimburse everyone <laughs> right kahai uh, yeah, you can. Yeah. Sure, yeah. But speaking of Joe Souza, I just talked about Joe Souza for a little bit. He will be at our awesome ukulele underground retreat, so you can ask him all the questions that you want about kanle ukuleles, just ukuleles in general. He is an ukulele fan at heart as well, so um, you know, he, you can can ask him about the building process, and if you know, you can ask him like, hey, Aldrin said that he likes vintage um mahogany bed what would you think you know i'm not going to give you the answer i'm not joe Souza, but you can come to our retreat and find out the answer for yourself uh where do they go if they want to check out the retreat 
just slash retreat. Ukulana.com slash retreat. Yeah. And what that is, is a, uh, a nice little retreat here on the island of Kauai. Our, our island is beautiful. We want to share it with you guys. We have a lot of culture. We have a lot of music. We have a lot of awesome food. Um, and all three of those things are going to be there at our retreat. We're going to have some amazing food. We're going to have some amazing music and some amazing culture that we'll be sharing with you folks that will be coming down. We have... Uh, uh, we have legit Hawaiian musicians who have won like multiple Nahoku Hanohano awards. Uh, we have um, world travel, uh, world class musician uh, Kalei Gamiao coming down, also world class luthier such as Joe Souza. We have loads of people coming in, and we have some great stuff planned. I, I think some people like have, look at the schedule and then yeah. they like see empty spots, and then yeah. they're like wondering like. What's that? Yeah. yeah. But then also, like, you know, we, we leave empty spots. Like, if you guys want to go check out Kauai or yeah. do something while you're here. But then we're going to be at yeah. the location all the time. Yeah. And if there's an empty spot, like, if you guys That's really an just... opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys just really want to come, you know, sit down and talk to us or jam or do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're all going to be there and we're just yeah. going to be hanging out. We're going to be much. recording some stuff, too. So if yeah. you guys, yeah. you know, like, if there's an empty spot and you're like, okay, well, I really, you know, I, I really want to have a recording with, with Eldreen, for example. You know, I've been working on Europa, like, when we were over at... um at san francisco ukulele festival you know like um there was someone someone that wanted to play ukulele you know uh together and wanted to play europa on stage so we can do that we can record it and you can take it home be awesome so like that i feel like you know just if if i were a an ukulele fan and i saw kale gamia i'm like hey can i just like do something with you real quick that's like the (laughs) worth the price of admission i think you know I, yeah, and I think some of our members, right, yeah. like they participate in the songwriting mm-hmm. challenge. Yeah. They like even that they can be like, "Oh, I wrote this song. Can you like come mm-hmm. and just record like a second yeah. part with me or yeah. do something?" So take advantage us. of all the amazing artists that are, that are going to be there and stuff. If you like Hawaiian music, uh, there's gonna there's lots of like Hawaiian artists that we have you know coming in and uh, their you know their kupa oa is is awesome and like I said they won awards for you know for their songwriting. So if you're into like Hawaiian music, you can ask them really like all those empty spots are your opportunities to spend some time with our guests like that's what we you know that's what we hopefully and yeah you guys know and hopefully you guys like hang out with each other Mm -hmm. and because we know how great you guys all are yeah you guys might not have an opportunity to meet each other on like yeah. Google Underground. Yeah, so, so if you hit it off with somebody, you know, like you're kind of jamming and stuff, like man, we're we're really clicking, you know, like on uh, on, on this on this song or whatever. You guys want to, you know, like make a video or something of that. You guys can totally do it. It's it's one of those things that like we we want to let you guys kind of enjoy just the experience of being here with all these amazing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, when we go to festivals and stuff, yeah. we the, I think that's when we have the most fun, right? It's just like, oh yeah, the, in between the in between the uh, the lectures and stuff or the the workshops. Yeah, those are fun too. But yeah. then like when we're just hanging out and somebody mm-hmm. comes up to the table and they're like, oh hey, I like I, I love the podcast or I love jams, mm-hmm. I love the lessons, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we talk to them and I know, I know like when we went to San Francisco, like John. He came up and he was like talking to us and I, yeah, I just had like a lot of fun just hanging yeah. out talking to him, you know. And like he he was like, oh, how do you play this and stuff? Mm-hmm. And I was like happy to like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll try and help you out while we have time, yeah. you know. So or- if you have like things like that, just mm-hmm. come up and be like, oh, how do you do this? Or can you show me how to do this? Yeah. I'm sure, like we'll be happy. Yeah, to, like, yeah, sure, no problem. Or, or even like when when we went, uh, you know, we we're talking about like good food and stuff. Or even when we went to go eat some food with Gary. And uh, and Mark and his wife yeah, and yeah. Kavai and stuff like yeah. just just sitting down and having a meal together that was like super special. So like all that 
you know we're, we have all these things planned and stuff but we want you guys to be able to um just kind of enjoy it instead of like here's workshop after workshop after workshop after workshop but if like you know you you had a specific question and that question doesn't get asked answered in the in the workshops then like you came all the way to you know Kauai and I, didn't even get that answered but there's some opportunities to like okay i'm gonna go you know go to go to Kalei's thing or go see he's sitting over there you know i might as well ask him about his crazy like you know like finger speed or whatever like how do you get that you know mm-hmm. if he doesn't cover that then how will i know the answer well, again, and I think even if you came up to us, mm-hmm. or like Kevin said, would a beginner slash intermediate player like me fit in? Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And even it if doesn't he... have to be like advanced questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You are you are not the first person to ask that question. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of people yeah. are coming and they feel yeah. like they're I, I'm just starting or yeah. like I I just kind of got my chords down mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and a lot of people ask that question. And yeah, it's like yeah, this is the perfect time yeah, for you to get for you. <laughs> yeah, like even if guidance. You came... mm-hmm. you know, directly yeah even if he came up to ask us like oh how do you switch from like a c to an f or something yeah we'd be ha- like that yeah. is like such a right we get that question a lot and we would just mm-hmm. be happy to be like oh yeah like we can help you in mm-hmm. person now you yeah know? and i feel so, like if you go up and ask me i'll give you an answer if you go up and ask clay he'll give you a different answer if you go up to ask joe souza he'll give yeah, you a different answer their, their take on it. exactly yeah. and let me i mean that how much is that worth and, <laughs> you know like just that <laughs> like being able to ask all these questions to all these like professional musicians that's i'm sure there'll be times too where right like you and kalea will yeah. just be hanging out like eating mm-hmm. lunch mm-hmm. or something and then like yes yeah, yeah. don't be just... afraid to bother us by the way yeah you're not bothering us at all <laughs> come on yeah. like maybe only if like oh I, i'm i'm gonna walk into the bathroom so please like yeah. even don't then you ask these questions about okay i'm sitting down like hey the answer is it's g it's c at nine yeah <laughs> so yeah we're very we're yeah. very open to whoever yeah. comes to the retreat please like come up talk to us and ask questions yeah. and don't be that's, afraid you know that's just we want you we want to just spend some time together yeah that's i think really yeah that, I think that's what we're seeing as like the biggest value of yeah. the retreat is hanging out and it's like spending summer time camp with kind of you know like, yeah that's you all can we go go in the lake and swim if you want to or you can just hang out with your friends you just met yeah and yeah. I think that's what we're hoping right is like yes. people come away from this and being like oh I have like new friends that mm-hmm. you know I, I might have known online but I never met in person yeah. so it's gonna be fun um yeah there's a few spots open so make sure you check that out it's just it's just right around the corner but uh make sure you check that out ukulelandground.com slash retreat it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome yeah i just found out about the uh, the caterer that's coming down i'm super excited to see what she makes (laughs) i am so stoked because i've used her curry recipe before and it's amazing it is now my curry recipe (laughs) well we'll see you guys next time have a great one uh check out ukulelaontheground.com if you want to learn how to play the ukulele and sign up for uu plus to take your ukulele playing to the next level my name is aldrin that's aaron it's kahai we'll see you tomorrow for the aloha friday live jam or stick around for one-on-one coaching aloha